This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 21 of Retired Racehorse Radio on the Horse Radio Network, brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products, Casual Products, and Bait Saddles. Retired Racehorse Radio is your guide to the adoption, care, and training of the retired racehorse, brought to you in cooperation with the Thoroughbred Makeover and New Vocations. Today, we are talking about body health for your retired racehorse. Dr. Stephen Reed from Rudin Riddle Equine Hospital joins us to talk about kissing spine, Muriel Dauphinese from MD Equine Therapy gives her tips on how to keep your ex-racehorse in tip-top shape using equine body work. And stay tuned for our new vocations, Winner's Circle Adoptable Horse of the Week. Stay tuned. And they're off on Retired Racehorse Radio the podcast that is your guide to the adoption, care, and training of the retired racehorse. This is Jamie Jennings in Norman, Oklahoma. And this is Joy Hills from Kalamazoo, Michigan, and you're listening to Retired Racehorse Radio. Jamie, it's December. I I can't. I can't believe it. It just seems like just yesterday we were at the Thoroughbred Makeover, and here we are getting ready for the holidays. I know. It's insane. And I'm sure you got some good Black Friday deals and Cyber Monday deals, of course. Oh, my gosh. It is too easy to shop these days. You used to have to, like, take a trip to the mall or the tax shop, and uh, now it's just all at my fingertips, and then I lose track of what I bought. And Oh, my gosh. I have a six-year-old. I'm pretty sure he's getting way too much. No, no such thing. That's no a child, thing. by the way. It's not six-year-old horse. Hey, speaking of horses, do you buy your horse Christmas presents? I actually do not. Believe it or not. I, I'm one of those people who do not. But I do make a special treat for my horses every year. So I always try to find something fun on the internet to make them. Oh, what about like, you? Like, like a cookie or like something? Yeah, like, like a little treat. Or I might make a mash or just something special for them to have that day. Just something special there, but I did get um, little gifts for all of my students, so I did do that this year. Yes, I usually do. I get, get the gifts to the people. I figure that the horses have the gift of I don't know me, exactly serving their, their every gift. need, <laughs> every <laughs> whim, and everything. You get body work, you get chiropractic, you can get acupuncture. Yeah, what else? Do you every need? day is Christmas for them. For me, right? so no, no, they don't get a special gift from me. Although my my wish list for my husband may have consisted of several items for my horses. Well, you know, thinking about it, <laughs> every Christmas present I get, I get is actually for my horses, like bridle or pads mm. or something. So there's always a gift under the tree or many gifts under the trees that really aren't for us anyway. Right. I mean, my gosh, exactly. exactly. But I am excited because with today's topics with body work being one of them, my equine massage therapist was doing a, Cyber Monday special. And so I was able to get all of my horses bodywork. So four horses for the price of three. So I got that scheduled. Oh my gosh. That's pretty sweet. I <laughs> wish my vet would do like a Black Friday deal. I know. Like, how can we do all of my, you know, shots and coggins for a discount on Black no Friday? No <laughs> trip charges for the month of December. <laughs> Wait, that's a genius idea. We should pitch that and get a percentage. Yeah, I'm sure that's never gonna happen. <laughs> Well, cool. We've got a great show for you guys today. I'm excited to talk and learn about things that ultimately could terrify you, but then we're going to talk about a way to fix them. So we're going to talk a little kissing spines, but then back it up with some body work. So uh, we're going to talk about those things and anything else that, you know, comes up 
And we'll also catch up with our New Vocations Adoptable Horse of the Week. Stay tuned. The horse that matters to you matters to Kentucky Performance Products. Are you worried about digestive disorders such as colic, diarrhea, and ulcers making your horse sick? Try adding Nalox Advanced to your horse's diet. The ingredients in Nalox Advanced support a healthy stomach, robust microflora populations, and normal gut function so digestive disorders become a thing of the past. Nalox Advanced is recommended for horses of all ages to maintain a healthy gut and reduce the risk of ulcers, diarrhea, and colic. Why take chances with your horse's well-being? Start your horse on Nalox Advanced today. It's our pleasure today to speak to Dr. Stephen Reed from rootandriddle.com. And we're going to talk a little bit about something that strikes fear in the heart of every thoroughbred owner, and that is kissing spine disease. Hello, Dr. Reed. Good morning. Thanks for calling. Thank you for joining us. First of all, let's start out. What is kissing spine? So kissing spine is a, a problem where the, the dorsal spines on the top of the vertebrae, usually in the chest or thoracic region, and more often in the lumbar region. So in the areas under where the saddle sits, all of those vertebrae have uh, an upright spine on them. The kissing spines are where the spines are moving together and starting to touch. So in a normal horse, there's going to be a degree of separation. In some instances, it might be as far as one inch. In others, it may just be a half an inch, but the spines don't normally touch. When they are touching or kissing, as it's typically described, then you are uh, leading to something that can be quite painful. So they're not supposed to touch. What what makes them kind of change? Well, that, that's, a, that's a, a really good question. Uh, it may just be that the normal amount of movement uh, in the in the back, so the the normal up and down movement of the vertebral column while a horse is walking, trotting, galloping, you know, can uh, cause those. They're naturally going to move a little bit. It's just normal. And there is a a ligament that sort of links them all together that is is touching them. And so typically they don't, you know, they'll move, but they won't go all the way till they touch the one ahead or behind the adjacent vertebra. You know, when they do start to do that, you know, and it might just be the everyday, you know, wear and tear of riding. It may be a little more prominent in some horses if they have kind of a, a shorter back, if you will. In other words, just the way they were made is anatomically a tiny bit different. Um, but the, that, that can be what it is. Now, in some instances, you can get kissing spines, and it doesn't appear very painful, and the horses compete, and they do fine. They act like it's not a bother. But oftentimes, when they're touching, there is some pain, and sometimes then they'll start arthritis between the two vertebrae. So when the bones start to rub together, they think, oh, let me try to heal with the neck. Mm-hmm. So how can we tell if our horse has kissing spines, like on a layman, not before we get to radiographs and things like that, what would give somebody a clue that their horse might have this? So the the first thing that you're going to probably recognize is this is a horse that, you know, might be described as being uh, somewhat cold back, you know? So, you know, in other words, he's just acting like 
every time you go to put the saddle on, and sometimes even as you approach with a saddle pad, they start to act like it's a little bit painful. The next thing that you'll be able to tell is with direct hand pressure, and it doesn't take a lot of pressure, you can manipulate along that dorsal vertebral column, so along the top of the back, uh, on the midline, and if you put just light pressure with just your fingers and hands, sometimes uh, you'll get to a spot where it's quite painful. Uh, occasionally, they will sort of have a hypertrophy of the muscles where they're trying to protect themselves. So they'll sort of try to stop the vertebrae from moving together and the muscles will uh, hypertrophy. And then still other times you might even see a little bit of a bump along the back that you can palpate. Okay. So when it's most problematic, it's painful. Sorry. No, I was going to ask. So is that where you kind of see like a hunter's bump on occasion or is that completely different? If I was looking at a, a horse to buy and saw that, is that something to be concerned about? Um, that, so so to, to be certain that I don't confuse your, uh, your audience uh, and uh, the hunter bump is something that occurs back at the lumbosacral space. So it's usually associated with the problem uh, in the sacrum or pelvis, where the, you know maybe torn a ligament or injured themselves, and so one side of the sacrum is a little tiny bit higher than the other, and that will be what causes a hunter bump. This is going to be along the uh, dorsal midline, well ahead of that, so the the hunter bump will be at the highest point on the croup or the highest point on the rump, and these are going to be bumps or pain that you're going to be able to palpate cranial to that so towards the nose gotcha okay so what can we do to prevent our horse from getting kissing spine is there a way prevention is a that that's a really fair question i i can't say i don't know of anything that you could do to prevent that you know uh, certainly having proper saddle fit using you know nice saddle pads doing all of the routine good horsemanship things that would typically be done are going to be the first line of protection. Uh, and then uh, anytime you see an animal that gets a little bit sore back, paying attention to that, you know, maybe giving them a day off, a little bit of anti-inflammatory, perhaps even, uh, you know, massage therapy or hot, you know, warm compress, something to just relax them to make sure that they're so not using them while they're showing a little bit of a, of a sore back would be a helpful thing. Those are probably the only things that you could do to actually prevent this problem. Gotcha. So is it something that the horses are, you know, born with? Is it, is it genetic? Does it have a genetic predisposition? I should get right on the tough question. Sorry. (laughs) No, that's really good. I'm glad you asked. You know, we, we don't know. I mean, you know, I've been doing this 47 years. So I graduated in 1976 and I spent, 30 of my, you know, 47 years teaching in veterinary colleges, either at Ohio State or Washington State or other places. And then uh, now I've been in practice. And, and it's intriguing to me that whilst I've known about kissing spines since a veterinary student, this problem seems to be on the increase. We are seeing more and more horses that, that are recognized as having this problem. What I wonder about is, I don't know if the problem is becoming more prevalent, maybe because there have been recently some treatments developed, both medical and surgical treatments for this, which we'll get to in a minute, 
maybe people are better at recognizing it since there's something to do about it. You know, in the past, horse had a sore back and you might have taken an x-ray, maybe not, but you just, you know, you gave him some time off and, and if it persisted, well, you, you moved on to another horse. And so maybe we are, it, it, but it, on the other hand, it could be, it could be that it's increasing in frequency. Um, I have no evidence to say to you that it's a genetic a component, but um, there's no doubt everything that we see in the horse has some genetic potential because, you know, what you and I look like and what the horse looks like is going to be impacted by the siren dam and the length of their back and the way the vertical slide of the line, all of that is developmental. And so there may be some, but there's no known genetic predisposition that I'm aware of. Well, then let's get to the, how, how are you going to fix it, Dr. Reed? Yeah, it is. That's the really good question. So, so the, the usual thing that you do when it's early on is you'll just go to with something like enhanced, uh, you know, uh, normal care. So you might do more massage therapy, or maybe you'll use a cold laser or do something to help get their back from being so sore. If you've taken a radiograph of the dorsal spine and you can see there's quite a bit of reaction where the bones are touching, then the next thing that a lot of people will do is they might uh, use a little bit of anti-inflammatory in a local area. So you might put a needle alongside those dorsal spines and inject a little bit of corticosteroids. So, you know, anti-inflammatory steroids, it might help reduce that. But when the problem is very significant, then you need to think about surgical intervention. And um, there are a couple of things that have, have been developed. One is to sort of release the ligament that's holding the spines together to allow them to separate away. So that is, is often uh, what the first thing you might try. I think the problem is much more significant where there's a lot of touching, a lot of bony reaction, and pain on even minimal palpation then you might do surgery to sort of shave off the top of those dorsal spines or more likely you'll cut the, say if you would go to the more cranial one, so the one towards the nose or head, and you might cut it on an angle so that when the vertebrae move, which they're naturally going to do, they don't no longer touch the one behind it. So go to every other vertebra and just do an angle cut of that bone. Now, with with a sorry with a surgery like that, is that something to just make them comfortable, or is that a career ender, or can they go back to work after that? They can go back to work after that, and and so uh, it, it's a, the the thing that's so difficult about anything that you're doing on the top of the back. You know, when you go to the surgeon, do you ask him to do that? they kind of look at you with a bit of a skewed eye because when you're doing this, every once in a while, after you reopen the skin and do surgery, you can get, you know, healing is going to be normal. And in that healing, there's going to be some swelling and there's going to be some, a little bit of bleeding and serum that's going to accumulate there. Well, if you're doing it right on the top of the back, it's easy to understand how, whoa, that'd be a tough area to drain. 
Mm -hmm. So if you get a reaction along there, you know, it's quite problematic. So here in our hospital, our surgeons have been quite hesitant to start uh, doing that procedure. Having said that, it's been, there there are individuals who are now focusing a good part of their surgical careers to working on this, to helping these horses. And the thing that's nice is if you can get rid of that pain and allow it time to heal, you really do help. You allow them to go back to work pain-free. You you mentioned getting a radiograph of it. Is a radiograph of the spine there, is that something you can do in the field or do they need to be brought like into Root and Riddle for that? You know, because we're looking at the very top, of the of the spines of these vertebrae, you can get a reasonably good images in the field, and there's no doubt with the radiographic equipment that's so much more sophisticated now than say even when I started my veterinary career, you can do really really good things in the field. If you want to look at the entire vertebral body to get an idea whether or not it's uh, there's any arthritis that's also involving the body of the vertebrae, then you need to bring them into a hospital so that you could get a much uh, more powerful x-ray. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I certainly think that this has been probably the most educational talk I've ever heard about kissing spine. I've definitely learned a lot. And now I want to go palpate all my horses backs and make sure they're okay. <laughs> so thanks for that. <laughs> Dr. Good. Stephen Reed, I know you are on calls right now and you're in between clients, so we will let you go, but I appreciate you coming on and talking to us and I hope we can call you again soon. My pleasure. I'm interested in helping out any way I can. I think it's exciting what you do. Obviously, uh, because not only am I a veterinarian, but also a horse owner, and most of my horses are race horses. I grew up in Delaware, Ohio, so I've had both standard breads and thoroughbreds. And getting them to have a new career after their uh, race career is over couldn't do anything but make me happy, and I'm glad and appreciative of all you do. Aw, thank, thank you. you. Thanks, Dr. Reed. Have a great day. Uh, happy holidays. You too. Cashel Company helps you enjoy the ride with their full line of trail bags and tush cushions. From cancel bags to horn bags and everything in between, comfort and convenience on the trail is what Cashel does best. To stay up to date with the latest products and news, follow Cashel Company on Facebook and Instagram. And to find their products, visit an authorized dealer or visit CashelCompany.com. Well, welcome, Marielle, to our show. I'm so excited to have you because I am a huge fan of equine body work, and I'd love for you to introduce to our listeners a little bit about what you do in your job. Okay. Yes. Thank you. I'm a holistic equine therapist and body worker for performance and recreational horses alike, and I offer different modalities and therapies because I've learned and experienced that no horse is the same, no two are alike. And I do anything from acupressure, beamer, PEMF therapy, craniosacral therapy. I work with clays, kinesiology taping. Um, I work with lasers. We use microcurrent therapy, sports massage, myofascial release raindrop treatments and the use of essential oils for physical and emotional issues, respiratory therapy, the TENS unit. I think that covers most of it. 
it's a lot. I mean, that's a pretty extensive list. I feel like if I took my horses there, they're going for like a six day spa basically to rejuvenate <laughs> themselves. <laughs> Correct. I've had that. I actually had the recommendation. Somebody said you should have a mobile spa unit with the horses and they could come in there in the room with some music on and totally relax. I know. So, I yeah, but I go out to I the know. Farm. It sounds amazing. Yeah. So, but for, for most of us who don't have access to all of those things, if we're getting first time body work for our horses or looking into it, what are some of the treatments you recommend for our listeners? Well, first of all, um, you want to make sure you do a little bit of homework and find a body worker or holistic equine therapist with experience um, because even for people between massage therapists, you know, there's a lot of difference between uh, the, the massages and it's the same actually for horses. So the way I work is I listen to the story of the owner or the rider. And then sometimes we might have the paperwork of a veterinarian. And then I do my own evaluation. So I would evaluate the horse and palpate for body soreness and see what the horse has to tell me. And from there, I would make a recommendation what therapy would benefit that particular horse best. Because again, every horse has different needs. Gotcha. So if I'm bringing, let's say, an ex racehorse, a thoroughbred who just got off the track coming for downtime, you would come in, do kind of this check on them to see where they have body soreness. What are the most common things you see with thoroughbreds when you have them? Well, the thoroughbreds, I, I work on, on several racetracks as well. Um, not just thoroughbreds, but also other competition horses, but thoroughbreds are pretty particular of course, very athletic horses. And because of the environment they they live in and work in at the racetracks or at the farms is that the, the most important thing at first is if you do get a OTTB is to get that horse, become a horse again first. Because the way they have their life at the racetrack, first of all, they're always being trained to the left so they have always making left circles on the track, right? So we see a lot of times we see an overdevelopment in one side of the body, some issues in their neck and their back. Um, of course, we see quite an amount of leg injuries with racehorses. They're very prone to that. So we have those cases too. So they can actually have a lot of different issues uh, physically and also mentally. Uh, some of these horses are uh, very stressed and suffer a little bit from, from anxiety. So we might need to address that as well, not just the physical part of them, but also the emotional part and teaching them to be a horse again. Gotcha. And are there therapies that do help with different types of anxieties for horses too? Yeah, so absolutely. So for anxiety, there are several therapies, you know, overall body massage, you know, will definitely make your horse usually relaxed. The use, um, I started using Beamer therapy. Uh, it's a PEMF therapy blanket. And one of the things I like about that device is that it regulates the parasympathetic nervous system. So it regulates their fight and flight and also with that, their nervous system. 
We've seen lots of success with that. Um, the use of essential oils. I have about 160 in my car, in my case, can also be very significant in detoxing the horse and making it relax. This can be uh, oils like lavender, chamomile, blue cypress, uh, stress away. There are many, many oils that we can actually drop on specific acupoints on the horse that go through the different energy channels and have your horse suffer from less anxiety. That's super fascinating. I, I, you know, you hear about essential oils and you have some people who wholeheartedly believe in them. You have other people who kind of think of it as woo-woo. I use them personally, but I, I just didn't really think about using them for my horse as well. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you. It's all about education, right? It also depends on uh, the... the the uh, type of oil you use, uh, because like with everything, people and horses can also be allergic to certain plants or flowers or trees or scrubs. So we have the same with the oils. So it, it you do have to be certified in the oils to start using them on horses. Okay. I didn't know there's certification for that. And you, you had talked about, you know, as a horse owner, we have to educate ourselves when we are looking for some to work on our horses. What... There's so many gimmicks and things out there that it can almost get overwhelming. What can owners do to kind of make sure they're getting a qualified person in to look at their horse? Well, it's important to do to to talk to that person and ask them specific questions, how long they've been in the business and who their clientele is and maybe ask for testimonials if they can maybe talk to other people. I know a lot of people, it's a lot of this business is word to mouth where people are, you know, satisfied about your services and then you get recommended. So asking around at other people or, or on, you know, social media so big these days uh, with all these space pages, you can actually ask like, hey, who, who do you use? And then, but I would always ask that person directly, ask them specific questions, what their experience and knowledge is. And of course, you want to ha- connect with that person and your horse needs to connect to that person. Of course. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Marielle, for coming on. If people want to learn more about your services, where can they find you? I can be found on the web at www.md, that's my initials, marielle-dauphinese-md-equine.com. Thank you so much for coming on and make sure to check her out. Okay. Thank you for having me. To celebrate the holidays, if you purchase a new bait saddle in December, you can redeem a free set of bait saddle competitive luggage. Bait saddles offer highly specialized saddles for every discipline engineered to bring out the best in you and your horse. Underneath the finest European leather, you will feel the power of innovation. For you, the rider, enjoy instantaneous comfort, optimal balance, and seamless contact with your horse, leaving you free to concentrate on your aids. For your horse, the Care Cushion System and Easy Change Fit Solution ensure their absolute comfort and your peace of mind. Revolutionize your riding experience and fulfill your true potential by riding in a bait saddle. Conditions do apply. Visit baitsaddles.com to find out more. That's baitsaddles.com. And from the back of the pack on the outside, commanding firm is taken second, but California Chrome shines right in the Kentucky Derby. 
And now it's time for the New Vocations Winner's Circle Adoptable Horse of the Week. It's that time. It's time for the New Vocations Winner's Circle Adoptable Horse of the Week. And I have always wanted and said I would get a horse with this sire. It is a horse by Mucho Macho Man with the cool name of Overkill. Leandra, tell us about Overkill. Hey. Well, Overkill is a horse who has been a perfect example of how much the retraining process can do for a horse and just how much transformation a horse can have. This three-year-old handsome guy who knew every bit how handsome and beautiful he was when he came in had a little bit of a reality check. So he came in with this big ego, this look at me kind of attitude and throughout his time with us has really shaped into a lovely prospect who could go in many different directions. But, you know, from coming in with this big arrogance to him, he now is super quiet, super cuddly and is placid enough that he could go around in a hunter ring and shows that same amount of, gorgeousness and his gates and confidence in the ring just in a totally different package now so we're pretty excited about him and everything that he's going to do in the future but he's the kind of horse you really can't miss yeah his name is overkill he's a 2016 16-1 bay looks like his daddy except for his daddy's 17 hands so he's probably going to grow a little <laughs> bit more i would imagine Definitely. being, being yeah, like. three. <laughs> oh my god and he's like cantering around the arena like doing flying changes over cross rails mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's ridiculous that's so awesome what a cool horse so now did i see that there's the holiday special going on at new vocations right now Absolutely. This is our once a year super opportunity to get 50% off the adoption fees of all the horses. So Overkill, who was listed at $1,000, not a bad asking price anyway, is now $500 through December. Oh my God, Joy, it's like he's free. for a mucho macho man gelding. Oh my God. It's, it's like he's <laughs> free. They're giving him to you, okay? For Pretty real. Basically giving him to you. Well, where this can is people- our present to you. it just keeps on giving too. Oh my God. He's so lovely. You know, they come in with that big ego, but just because they don't have any training, this horse never raced. Okay. He has zero races to his belt. He is fresh, basically just an unstarted untrained horse. And you guys have done an awesome job. Where can people go to find out information about adopting overkill and then send me pictures because I think he's going to be something special. You can head on over to horseadoption.com, our website, and check out Overkill and many other adaptable horses. And don't forget that for December, all the horses have 50% off their adoption fees. I mean, come on. It's like they're just putting it in they're, your back backyard. You know, it's like it's free. So, Leandra. trying to find a home for the holidays. I know. Have, Mary, listen. If any husbands are listening right now, can you imagine him with a big old red bow on him? <gasps> right? Oh my God, you want to the barn? He's like Put in your stall. <laughs> Sounds good. Leandra, thank you so much, and we'll talk to you again next time. All right, talk to you then. You can find our show notes and links to today's guests on the website at retiredracehorseradio.com. Like us on Facebook and Instagram. Just search for Retired Racehorse Radio, and you can follow us on Twitter at Horse Radio. 
Jamie's email is jamie at horseradionetwork.com. My email is joy at horseradionetwork.com or follow me on Instagram at joy H equestrian. Thanks so much to our sponsors, Kentucky Performance Products, Cashel Products, and Bait Saddles. And don't forget to check out all the other shows on Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com. Remember, don't forget to set your goals high and love to learn from every ride. And spay, neuter, and geld. Bye, guys. <laughs>